Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We are Cavan Podcast. Because Cavan's not just a place, it's a people. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the McAvoy Super Value GA Podcast on We Are Cavan. On today's show, we're going to be looking back over the Hotel Kilmore Senior Championship final. Kind of a second review show. The first of them took place on Sunday evening where Michael Hannon and Paul Fitzpatrick done immediate reaction after the game. But we've had time to digest all the information, Paul, now look back over uh, a lot of different things, including the age profiles of both teams and uh, and, and what we said and what we didn't say. Key <laughs> and Mackey's imaginary. I've heard of imaginary friends, but I've never heard of imaginary enemies. Keane <laughs> was on the rampage yesterday. He tweeted then again last night. We are still champions, doubters, uh, something about doubters still slobbering. What doubters? Who are these doubters? Yeah. Castle Rahan were right up there from the start of the year and won the league. Nobody but nobody said. Wrote them off. Wrote them off. I don't or, think they anybody were too, did. Who said they were too old? Yeah, I don't, well, it, it, it definitely wasn't no on, sense. On, on any podcast that we done. And it wasn't in the paper either. I, uh, you read everything that goes into the paper. I barely read some of the stuff I write into. Uh, I, I, put, I put on Twitter yesterday and said, like, why would anyone invent in, invent a slight? And I know why they would. I presume it's for motivational reasons. Yeah. But, like, someone replied to me and said, fellas are just insulting their own intelligence here by doing that. They're just suggesting yeah. that it's not enough to go and try and win it. I have to, I have to pretend that everyone wrote, wrote me off. I don't think it's that. In fairness to Keane, I don't think it's that. I, I do think somebody told them that they were too old and that it came from one of the three of us. It, it must have been. Now, I, have to no, that's what, I think that's what your man meant by insulting your own intelligence. If someone, said, if someone told me that someone had said something negative about me, I wouldn't just believe it. I'd have to hear it myself. Yeah. I have to find out. I think I don't yeah. think it just... Now, especially when you can, hear, you can hear it at the push of a button. Yeah, well, the one thing I will say is that at the end of the day, it, it's, not, it's not an argument. It's not, it's not something you'd fall out over. I don't, I don't, and I don't think Keane was falling out with us, even if we had have said it. You know, to be fair, it was just a, a kind of a flippant comment that, you know, he had heard from somebody and decided to share it back out again. Look, at he was misinformed, I, I'd imagine, and that's just it. Yeah, but then he went and said to Joe.ie about all the doubters. And that's what made me think, maybe I'm missing something, but like, I but he did, well he did say on Joe I might have aimed it at the wrong place. Oh yeah yeah I know that. So yeah, he but, did kind but of I'm talking about in, ge- in general about the, all these all the directors that he talked about on on the Joe article. Like I'm not saying he was talking about me and you and Mickey Hannon. But who, who were the directors? Yeah. I don't think anyone directed Casaran. No. They're extremely well respected. And the funny thing is they're they're such popular champions last year because they had um, such heartbreak before that. And I think they're even popular champions this year. Nobody's begrudging them a second championship. At all of our people. Are there? There are people who are begrudging them it. I haven't heard of any. Well, I, I, Maybe I'm hanging in the wrong circles. I, 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 now, I say begrudging it. You know, talking to a few people on Saturday in, in, in the company I was in did not want to see Castleran win it. Really didn't want to see Castleran win it. Oh, but what was the reason for that? Do you know what I actually said to them? And, I, I, and I'll put it this way. 
I'm going to probably give away where I was, but anyway, I said to them, it's coming from an era where they were extremely successful all the time and Castlerahan are the nearest things to them at the minute. Well, they're the, they're the first team to retain it since the Gales retained it 10 years ago. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Imagine to go through a full decade and it took until the very last championship for someone to retain it. Well, I was just doing some homework before we came on air and so there was, since 2010 and including 2010, seven different winners in, in the decade. The previous decade to that, there was three winners in that previous decade Who to was that. Who was the three in that? Garna, Gavin Gales and, and Mullahorn. And then in the 90s, there was five winners. Five winners in the 90s were Garna, Mullahorn, Kingscourt, Bailiborough and Rammer. Yep, that's it. And in the 80s, there was four winners. Garna, Kingscourt, uh, Rammer and Lara. Yeah, and then in the 70s, which was the closest to the decade we're just coming out of, there were six different winners. Yeah, and yet, but you love Magamesh's win. It's St Mary's won it, Anna won it, Crushlaw won it, Cavan Gales, Lara and Kingscourt. Could be, you can't just remember <laughs> all six, but Kings. you could be right, definitely Anna and St Mary's were the two amalgamations that won it. Um, yeah. And then go back into the 60s, there was five different winners as well. Five, yeah. So well, in the 60s, you had Virginia Blues won it, Cavan Gales won the first in 65, Crushlaw started seven in a row, um, Mullahorn won in 63. Mullahorn, yeah. So the early 60s must have been pretty open. Yeah, it and was. And then Crushlaw took over. Yeah, in fact, I think Crushlaw won one of the first five, and then it was Virginia Blues, Kings Court. No. Or Virginia Blues, um, Mullahorn. 63, yeah. Um, who was the other one? And then it was five in a row. Yeah, it's one in 65. Yeah, and then and then I think from 65 on it was Crushlaw. So, but you have to go back to the 70s to come anywhere close to the seven different winners in a decade. So, it's um, it it shows I suppose the maybe the the variety of winner has been popular, but Castle Rahan were probably the dominant team without actually just picking up the silverware to show it. I agree. I agree completely. I think that this, as I said last week, you know, I think that that period of flux, after, like the Gales were still big contenders and won two championships, but their era of... Three. Yeah, three. But after after 2011, their era of complete domination ended. Like, to that point, to, up to 2011, I think they had been in 12 finals in a row or something like that. Could have been, Some, yeah. Something like that. But yeah. that was the end of their era of complete domination. 2012, they weren't in the final. Um, and they would only win two more. In the f- like up to that they had won 8 in 11 years and yeah. since in the 9 years since they've only won in the 8 years since they've only won 2 so their era of complete domination was over and then you had that period where teams usually nip in and win a couple but this la- the, the second half of this decade should have been Kassarahan's time because they mm-hmm. had been to a final in 2011 so they had a taste of it they should have been winning and they know that themselves Cormac Daly referenced it how yeah. losing those finals is driving them on like I, I'm glad to see Kassarahan um Getting an, another championship, well, doesn't it? They deserve it. Doesn't it change the narrative of the story from a team that was potentially it could have been in five finals, one one. Now it's in five finals, one two, or well six finals if you count it yeah. eleven. But you know, it the the ratio starts to look better if they go on and win another one or two. Then all of a sudden, it it is a a dominance. You know, while we were in, if if they won two more they'd have been in, uh, what, seven finals and won four. Or 
eight finals and one four. You know, it, it 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 starts to become a bit more reflective of how good this Castellan team really are. Yeah, and the, and the question is, I think they are. I agree with what Donald Kogan said. I, I think they are better than last year, but I think they're better because they have the benefit and the confidence and experience of winning. I think they had better players last year. So last year in the in the starting team, you had Porrick Smith, Porrick Lukey, who uh, who my sources tell me it might make a comeback for the Ulster campaign. Oh, he'd be a good addition to the panel. Home is Australia. I think, I think he was in Australia, but um, there was talk of him joining up with the panel again lately. But I think he's gonna he might join up with the panel for the Ulster club. I'm told. Um, who would be a great addition? But you had him on the team last year. You had Sean Brady on the team last year, and you had Shane McSweeney. Uh, <coughs> I think they were stronger. Certainly on paper, they were stronger with those three men. Obviously, Ocean Cairn missed out on the three knockout games last year, but I think they were but then stronger. He was back for Ulster. He was back for Ulster. So, like, I think they were they were a stronger team, but they didn't have the confidence really mm. and composure that came with winning. So this year, if this year's team was to play last year's team in a hypothetical game, this year's team would probably win because they'd be that bit more composed and confident. But last year's was a better team, I think. But possibly, what what they have done this year maybe would. Carl Cosgrove like being is he 19 maybe 20 he's improved a lot yeah like so they've, they've brought on something that they can say well we're, we're going to transition out of uh, you know or, or sorry we're going to bring in some new blood to freshen up this I think Shane O'Reilly kind of would fall into that bracket I know he's 22 but still it's it's something it's, it's a transition that says we'll say McSweeney or Brian Ennis or Sean Brady coming towards the end of their career you know, this is new blood coming in that need, needed the experience of winning a championship and now will have no fear in going on and winning more. Yeah, and um, Fergal Flanagan, like, he came into the team. He's not in his early 20s, but he's he's probably... 27, would he be 28, around I, that? I'd say he is, but he's he's in. He's worked really hard, got himself into great shape and played played well, kept it simple, but kicked a brilliant point from the right wing as well. That's right. Like So he was a huge addition to them this year as well. Um and he brought a bit of steel there around the middle. Look, <coughs> definitely deserving winners. That said, are we being harsh on Rammer, Damien? 12 wides, well, 13 wides for Rammer, 3 wides for Castoran. Should Rammer have been closer? Yeah, I, just even looking at, at my programme here, and I was kind of saying to myself on first glance, looking through the Rammer scorers, so Mark McGee with a point, Adam O'Connell with a point, uh, Killian Maguire with a point, and Cotton Maguire with a point, then James Brady with four points, one coming from a free and Adrian Cole two points none frees so they got one point from a free and if you remember that free it was an absolute monster from James Brady f- almost 45 metres out in the first half and um, I was kind of saying Jesus Casarana's defence were brilliant they didn't give up scoring chances but then I looked up at the missed chances and you had a free went wide in the first half six other from open play second half Two frees went wide, one being a 45, James Brady's been the other, a free or a 45 dropping short by Liam Brady as well. Um, you know, even if they'd taken their freeze, they probably would have gone on to win it or definitely got a draw out of it. Yeah, if they had a, if they had a got in front, it would have been interesting to see how Kasserang would have reacted. They just couldn't get in front after the first couple of minutes. And once the, like the goal went in on the seventh minute and after that they never led. Mm. Like... Ram or, or Kasserahan were led for most of it and were levelled for a couple of minutes I think 10 minutes into the second half and when, that, when that row actually broke out along the sideline I thought to myself Ram are totally emboldened here I actually thought Ram were going to win it 
they seen it, it seemed up to Andy and they were like to hell with this and they just started throwing themselves into everything mm. and it fed from the sideline into the fi- onto the field and I thought Cass Rahan are starting to panic a wee bit but I was wrong no. I was wrong I, I thought it for a couple of minutes and then after I thought no actually the Cass Rahan are going to win here there was, a, there was definitely a lift in energy but the team that dealt with that energy best was Castle Rahan because while Ram United held a lot of ball and won a lot of maybe dirty ball that energy turned into panic I thought and and the panic was shown on the pitch in, in shot selection and some of the things they've done with the ball. Like, for very good footballers, I think they almost looked like a team in the last 10 minutes that was either afraid to win, which is a phrase of yours that you, that, that you, you like to explain, and it is a good example of it, or they looked like a team that was completely inexperienced, and it wasn't that. They've, been, they've had the experience in 2016, you know? Yeah, we we were all saying that they were improving all the time. Um, that's why the, I suppose that's why there was so much optimism around Rammer's cham- chances because it looked like they're on, they're improving, they're improving, they're improving. And if another little bit of improvement had come from the Crushlo win, you know, it possibly would have been enough. Mm. But instead, they went back a bit on the day. They weren't getting enough out of Edo, and it, I, I don't think it was his fault because he definitely had the had the beating of the full back line. Yeah, like he. I don't think the Paul Smith matchup worked well, really. To be honest, mm. he, he got up the field and scored a point. But when he when he was defending, I thought he was he Edo had the better of him. There's nobody in this year's championship that Edo hasn't had the better of though at full. Forward. Oh, I'm not. You know, I like just I, think Paul, I, Paul Smith, in my opinion, is is the best footballer in Castellan. I honestly think that, and I actually made the point to someone earlier that if he goes back out to a more natural position for the Ulster club, it'll be like getting a new player. I, I think that because his body brings This is the type of thing Kia Mackie could tweet about. <laughs> you don't think I'm the best footballer? I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah, but I, I honestly think Paul Smith's the best he footballer. Be. He definitely but, could be. But, but everyone will have a different opinion. Some people would say Oshin Kieran or Ronald mm. Flanagan, but they're an all-round team, but I yeah. think he's a, he's a, he's a Rolls-Royce of a player. But, but, but he's, he's a not, county level. But he's not a full-back marking a six-foot-three full-forward, in my opinion. Like, But then the, the issue was, and, and, and this is, I didn't actually get an answer to this, but why Killian McEnroe didn't go in full back, didn't play any part. You know, he I think I'm right in saying he played the whole way through the championship for Castle Ryan. Yeah. You know, and and I didn't think he was doing a bad job. I thought he maybe deserved this chance. Like Edo Cole still scored two points from open play. You know Well like to to be fair, like you know, if you if they had it gone out if they'd have said Edo Edo will, will score two points, you'd have taken take it. it. Yeah, you would actually. But I think it was the, the supply. Edo was getting frustrated on one stage. He wasn't getting a, any sort of a supply into him. Like, like I think there's no doubt if he got a got more ball, he would have scored more. In my opinion, I thought James Brady did very well. Like that last three was unfortunate. He rushed it a bit, but I thought he I thought he played well. Ah, mm. uh, yeah. Look at he. He did tr- play well. Three points from open play. Yeah. In a, in a county final game. from a corner forward. Yeah. In in a ten point tally. You'll take that all yeah. day. Like For my that. money, like he's a certainty on the Breffney All-Star team. Yeah, I, w- I thought you were going to say he's a certainty for a county senior. Well, he is. He he really has to be looked yeah. at. Yeah. Definitely has to be brought in. Like so, um, yeah. We, we'll go to the first of the interviews um, after the game. I caught up with the Castle Rahan manager Donald Keoghan. I suppose a really tight victory, but a well-earned victory at the end of the day. Yeah, look, it's, uh, 
I suppose we, we grind out a result there. It was tough out there. Conditions were tough. A lot of guys slipping. Uh, but I thought we used the ball maybe better than Rammer. A wee bit more experienced, a wee bit more crafty on the ball. We got it up in, into the Rammer attack. And probably Rammer were quite wasteful in the last seven or eight minutes. You know, their decision-making on the ball wasn't as good as ours. So probably that up to me was over the line. Yeah, it, it, it's been a while coming, but the experience really told at the end because to hold on a two-point lead is a dangerous lead, but the lads look comfortable out there. Yeah, look, we've been working on that, trying to develop a game plan all year, and that's one thing we've been trying to do is not force it. If it's not on, don't give it, be patient. You know, wait till the, wait, wait till the cracks come into the defence. And in fairness, Ramar, you know, in, 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 they were set up very, very defensively, and we had to, we had to be patient on the ball, and, and we were a lot of the time, you know, but sometimes, a few times we did, we forced them, we got turned over, and, I, and in the first half, I think, the turn up, we, we gave them back the ball four times and they got four scores from us. So that's really kept them in the game in the first half was our mistakes we made. Yeah, looking at the start of the game, David Ritt missing from the middle of the field, a big loss, meant your kickouts you had to go short a lot of the time, so you were building from deep in your own half. Yeah, well, look at when we went short in the first half, we had great success. I think we lost before we went long in the first half, we lost, and we, we, we created one three, one goal and three points we scored from our own kickouts going short in the first half. So that was a huge success. You know, but I think we had 11 different scores today. Which is, which is phenomenal. Yeah, look, you know? look, looking over it to, 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 to come up with, I think it was nine different scorers nine, sorry, in, in, nine, one, yeah, yeah, in yeah. one nine, but yes. only one player scoring twice on it. Shows the spread of attack that you can bring. Yeah, well, look, at that's what we're about. We're about going at teams, and no matter whether you're two or three or four, we, we, we want to go at teams, and that's, that's our motto all year. And, you know, you can't win... You know, you can't win games defending or be, be setting up defensively. You can't, it's, it's very hard to win games that way. So, look, at, we're delighted to get the result. We ground the house and we're delighted to get the, the, the double. Yeah, looking back now, last year, I suppose there was disappointment after Ulster that you didn't put your best foot forward. It'll be a different approach this year. Oh, yeah, look, at, we, we, we'll enjoy tonight, maybe in tomorrow, but uh, it'll be all hands on deck, you know, Wednesday night for training. We're definitely going to We have, I don't know, Donegal champions in Beverly Park here, and we're going to have a good rat. Like, you know, we're an experienced team. Please, God, David might be back for that game so look at we get all hands on deck we give it a good shot you're delighted you stayed on for another year ah yeah look at it look at it after the day of course it's brilliant I'm delighted yes Brady's Arva Limited main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years a family owned and family run business Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA if you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. Yeah, I suppose the, the interesting point, and, and, and it's brought up there by Donal, um, was the spread of scorers by Castle Rahan. And, and think that that is... We were talking off air about, you know, the ingredients you'd say every winning team needs. A marquee forward, one outstanding forward that's going to always take them over the line and then a, a supplementary marquee forward. Somebody that if they do decide to have an off day, the number one forward, the number two will, will level it up and score three apiece instead of six and two or whatever way it breaks mm. up. But Castle Rahan probably don't have that they have a spread of scorers nine different scorers on the day and I think in every single championship game this year someone in their defence if not two players have come up and scored yeah oh yeah yeah absolutely it's impressive it is impressive like 
I must actually look back through their tallies, but I don't think they have been scoring heavily in general in this championship. Like thinking back, they got one nine to win the final. They got one seven in the drawn game against Kiligary, was it? Yeah. They scored plenty actually in bad conditions in the replay. Yes, that's right. Um, like there were there were eleven points there, and what did what did they get against? Was it sixteen points or something like that against Lavi? Yeah, around that. Uh, Cavan Gales, they scored, it was goals, I suppose. They didn't score many goals in this championship. Other years, like, go, they were running in goals. Yeah. When I think back, um, they didn't score really heavily against Shercock up in Virginia either. Um, so well, in the four group stage games, they scored a total of 70 points. 70 points. So it's... it's now that it's, is good scoring, yeah, but... Um, 17 average of 17 16 17 mm, maybe maybe um maybe i'm thinking maybe i've got that wrong then but it, my my sense was that they weren't scoring weren't exactly free scoring this year but um, yeah first round against uh killigary 114 conceding 110 second round then they took on lavi 16 points apiece um round three they Played Shercock eighteen points that day, which was mm. an impressive tally against a, yeah, a stubborn defence. And then against Calvin Gales, the last day they scored four goals four that seven. Day. Yeah, so it is that's high enough scoring. Yeah, um, then into the group stage or into the knockout stages. Obviously, as you said before, one seven against Killigary the first day. Um, in the replay, then they scored um, two fourteen or something was it. Where are we here? Two fourteen exactly. In the semi final, then they hit a tally of one eleven, which wasn't massive scoring, and then one nine in the final. So mm. their scoring kind of tapered off a wee bit towards the end of the championship. Yeah, it'd be interesting to compare it to last year. Um, their scoring totals. They scored. I think they got two eleven or two twelve in the final last year against. Was it two? It was two twelve to one fourteen. I think against Crushlaw, mm. something like that. Look, it's it's interesting, but it, they've they're such an all around well balanced team. Like they're a real team, and they get the most of what they have. Like it's interesting they only used one sub this year in the final and one last year. Yeah, they brought Carrick Crosgrove on last year on a blood sub, I think, and then he for for David Ray, and then they brought him back, brought him on then as a full sub. So it was two moves, but it was the same man. Yeah. So it's interesting that they they only use one sub. They they get the absolute most out of their resources. Yeah, definitely. Like, like they've, they're so hard to beat. And that, I suppose that has to be the most... Like, if you want to have something to admire in a team, they're extremely honest. Like, they they give you everything when they go out on the field and mm. you have some days work done when you beat them. Yeah, yeah. Like, they've only lost... They didn't lose in this championship. And, like, they were 11 points down against Lavi. They were five down a half time against Kiligari. They just refused to lose. They've lost one championship game in the last three seasons. That was the county final in 2017 against Calvin Gales, wasn't it? Un- unbelievable, like... like one game, yeah, and to to win two leagues in a row as well, like, and uh, to um, and did Castle? I think and, and did the Castle other thing, beat Cavan Gales in that year's league final as well? Did it? That was the first game the Gales had lost in. Uh, no, no, no. The, the previous year, twenty seventeen. Or twenty seventeen. Gales won the double that year, and I think they beat Castle Rahan in the final out in Cross Keys. Well, I know Castle Rahan beat them in Cross Keys um, the following year. I don't, I don't, can't remember. Um, Gales definitely won the double. Yeah, they, they did. Yeah, I think it might have been Kingscourt. No, I'm not 100. percent Maybe on that so. One. Maybe so. Someone, someone let us know. But um, someone made the point to me. I think this is right. La, did Lavi draw with Castlerahan three years in a row? Did 
they drew with them this year in the group but they drew with them last year in the semi-final and the I, year before I think, they, I think they did draw the year before someone can, can tell us if that's right could have done could have done now I can't I must just I'll have to look back over my, my programmes to see but um, yeah definitely two years in a row anyway um, if someone had said to you before the game that two of the forwards that won't score for Castle Rahan will be the, the Flanagan brothers, you'd have been very, very surprised. But I caught up with the captain, Ronan Flanagan, and Paul also caught up with his brother, Enda Flanagan. What, what, what did Donald Kogan say to you there? When you, he, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't speak to me until he, he said he had to go in and talk to, talk to the players first. Um, yeah, it's Donald's really professional. He just wants to focus on Guido order, to be honest with you. Because last year, I suppose, we didn't take it serious enough we, when then we, went, we went to play the game. It was there for us. I mean, probably didn't put in enough preparation. So the next day against Guido, hopefully we'll be 100% and go out of train now this, later on this week and enjoy tight in a few days and go back at it. What, what sort of a game was that to play? And then they looked, from the side, they looked like a hard-hitting match. Oh, God, it was tough. Yeah, it was one of the toughest games I played anyway. Just, it was real tactical. Rammer set up, set up defensively enough. I and mean, we, we got a hard to break it down. It's just to be so patient. And yeah, it was so tough. And they were just, they were, they were really good in the counter-attacks. You know what Edo Cole can bring in. God, it was it was just it was tough tough going. And um, I never felt that that Castro were going to lose it. When the closing stages, like, there was no panic or anything like that. Like a couple of years ago, in Castro were losing these close finals. Now Castro are winning these close finals. What do you think has changed? Yeah, definitely is a big difference this year. Anyway, confidence-wise, I, 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 like every other year, I was going with I was going with nerves. It's just this year, I knew we had a plan. Every man knows what he's doing in the plan. Doesn't matter if number thirty-two comes on. I'm I'm confident we'll still we'll stick to it and we win. Like. So it was just a complete difference now, and I suppose we were supposed to be younger, we were inexperienced, we were here fucking five times, you know what I mean, it's about time we got over the line a few times, so thank God, yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, was there was the fact that you were playing around, did that make put more pressure on it, or did it make it sort of... For myself, no, well, because the first year against Rammer, I put so much emphasis on, it's Rammer, it's Rammer, I hate, I hate Rammer, I do hate Rammer, like, as a team, great lads, but as a team I do, because yeah, I have so much teams with them from school and stuff like that. And this year I said to myself, if individually I said, just stick to, to the way you usually do, go into a game and enjoy it. Because there's no point, because I went in over the top last, the, the first year against Rammer, and the first half was over like that. So we just had to keep the heads, and I think everybody was in the same boat. Because we were a lot more calm, a lot more organised. And do you think this is, the, the Donald Cogan says to me that this is the best cast around team yet, would you agree with that? Yeah, I suppose, I suppose, well, you get a... But the last five years we've, we'd have, we had great teams we'd, we had a great team last year just different players in and out I suppose and every year we were, we were missing someone instrumental like David this year was a massive loss with David Ritt so I think against Ramra I was missing Paul Luke had a broken leg Ocean Kieran was missing last year so every year you're missing someone and I suppose that's the football yeah, it's a whole it's a panel and thank God we've 30, 35, 36 lads and every lad is great lads yeah. so what, does it, what does it mean to you like to, to to, to be on this journey with these bunch of fellas like with your brothers and with your friends like it must be something extraordinary yeah it's mad yeah no, it's, it's, dead. Like, it's just from when I was young that's all I knew I was going to games with dad and then watching football it's all, it's all I wanted I swear to God geez last year I'll never forget it for as long as I live it's all I wanted and I couldn't care about anything else Casarano is my life and that's just it and uh, I said you know it's, it's everything it really is and the lads are unbelievable but in fairness don't kill them well, what a professional like never seen a lad but like he just disciplined on boys that are hard discipline at times you know what I mean and 
Every man for the names. If I don't know, but I'm sure you know who. I know, yeah, no. Oh, yeah, no, he's, he's super. And, and Seamus Mahalan came in this year's Bread of Fresh Air as well. He was super, yeah. It's great. So, they are two celebrating, and that's it. Yeah, they are two. We definitely enjoy it anyway, yeah. Super, yeah. Joined by Castle Rahan captain Ronan Flanagan after going back to back in the senior championship. I'd say you're just delighted. Ah, yeah, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Um, I suppose at the start of the year we'd no, we'd no manager, we'd no kind of Ori Ferton was keeping the whole thing afloat, just kind of keeping us out doing a little bit of training and keeping us all together really. Um, and then Donald decided he'd come back on board and I suppose since he when he comes back on board everyone rolls in and he's that infectious kind of winning mentality. He just wants to win, win, win. Uh, it's great to have him back. Brilliant. Yeah, what looking back over some of the losses, but the transformation when, when Donald has come in, he really has had a huge positive effect on the team, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. It, it, like even when we left to change him today, uh, the, the the last word he said to us was attack. Uh, so it, it, that's his mentality. He wants us to attack. He wants us to beat teams as opposed to hoping that they fail. Um, and maybe in the past we, we might have sat back a bit too much and invite teams onto us and eventually got picked off. Um, but no, he, he, I, as I said, he's infectious. He, he just wants to attack. He wants to win. And everyone kind of rose in behind that. Yeah, looking at your own team display, nine different scorers coming out with one nine. It shows a great spread of scorers across the whole team. Yeah, and they've been doing that all year. Um, it, it's only a matter of who, who puts the ball over the bar, really, at, at the end of it. Uh, it's just, I suppose, the best man in the best position. If he gets the shot, he'll, he'll take it, where he's wearing number two, wearing number 15. Um, you yeah, know, a great, great bunch of lads. In, in the battle itself, Rammer United, they, they came up, they, they set up as probably expected with, with numbers back. At times it was difficult to break down. Yeah, we kind of knew they were going to come with numbers. Um, they'd been always dropping one player minimum uh, in general play, and if they could, they'd get two or three. So we, we knew we'd have we'd have a bit of ball, it's just a matter of what we did with it, I suppose. Um, and, it, and they did turn us over at times, it was very, very slippy underfoot. You got the ball anyway tight at all. You got the ball anyway tight at all. You were caught up in traffic, and you, especially I find the first half, I actually changed my boots at half time. I couldn't stand up in the first half. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, Rambo, a good side, very good side. Um, but we, we, we kind of, I suppose, prepared for what was coming. Yeah, and dealt with it, dealt with it well. Which you have done all season, in fairness, bring it back to the quarterfinals, the conditions against Killigarry here in Kingsman Brefty, But you dealt with what was coming in front of you. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's probably been the same, same mentality as go out and attack them, do as best we can, concentrate on what we're doing. We found that at times during the, the campaign this year that when we didn't concentrate, we were absolutely terrible, and anybody could pick us off. Um, and the first day against Killigarry, they, they probably should have beaten us. To be fair. Um, we came back and do well in the second half but it was a lack of concentration our handling was all over the place so our focus I suppose was concentration uh, on the basics and get your basics right first and, and I suppose everything we've been working in training will, will come to fruition When you look at it now five finals in a row you have two senior medals to go with that it's starting to maybe pay reward for the effort Yeah, long time coming Yeah, um, I suppose when, when you win the 21s at uh, 2005 six. And our best team coming in 2007, we actually end up getting knocked out early during the summer. The lads were away or whatever, but you, you were nearly sure that you were going to get to a senior final and probably win one, or so you thought anyway, in the next few years. It didn't come around. 11, 2011 came around and kind of brilliant Calvin Gales team, team just absolutely wiped the floor with us. And we didn't get back then in 2015 with Michael Riley. So, uh, yeah, it, it takes a lot of work, an awful lot of work. Uh, I remember Tony Brady saying to me, it, only, it could take you till you're 32 or 3 before you win one. And I remember thinking, what is he on about? I'm only 20. That, that, that's miles away. But he, he was right. But you're not happy with just two, I'm sure. I, I'll definitely take two. <laughs> For now, I'll take two. And uh, no, it was brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, R- Ronan 
I thought a, a very interesting point he made there about Tony Brady saying to him when he was 19 or 20 that, look, you could be 30 or 31 or 32 even when you finally get a senior championship. And, and at the time, he kind of laughed it off, thinking... That's miles away. Yeah, that's miles away. And, yeah. and geez, surely we're going to get it before that. But, it, you know, it just goes to show that, you know, their perseverance, which you made on, on the point on, on the podcast that earlier on in the week, that uh, their perseverance paid off. Like that, how many players... Many players would get discouraged and say after losing a couple of finals and just say, Oh, God, no, I don't have the heart to lose another one. Mm. You know, they didn't, they just kept on going. Their, their perseverance well, is, if you is look their at number it, one quality. You take Ronan Flanagan, I think I'm right in saying this five times he took the field in a senior final and didn't win. You're talking about 2011 when he was captain, yeah, uh, 2014. 2015, so 2015, 16, 16 and 17, 17, including the replay in 16. That's five that's times right. in a county senior final without winning. To keep going and come back and win and then win again, yeah. it's absolutely, it's absolutely incredible. Like, and he was captain for nearly all of those. Like you think about it, he must have had his speech written. He was prepared and he had to come home with no cup all yeah. those evenings. Like it, it takes, it takes a hell of a man to keep coming back. And his teammates the same. Mm, yeah. The only thing that I was slightly disappointed with was about Ronan was that. He uh, he wasn't prepared. He didn't bring a helmet when he was lifting that cup. <laughs> he really should have wore a helmet. Like there's a health and safety issue on there with Calvin County Board. <laughs> he, he he either needed to stand up on a stool so that he was taller than David Ritt, or or understand that the, the physics don't work out there. David Ritt's arm is going to mean that that lid is coming off onto your head, Ronan. <laughs> it's <laughs> it was a very funny moment. I tell you what. Um, Put David Ritt back into the team and it's going to improve them a lot in Ulster. I actually think if they had last year's draw this year, oh yeah, they'd make a hell of an impact. Because as as Enda Flanagan was saying, you know they were disappointed when they looked back last year. They didn't prepare for it, and then they look after they realised halfway through the game, ah, this is here for us. But they just mm. hadn't prepared properly. And yeah, um, so this year they're going to prepare properly. And like I, as I, you heard there with. with did we play the audio of my interview with Tony Kogan there? No, it's on the Die Hards podcast over on oh, Patreon.com. Sorry, yeah. yeah, and he, he made the point to me on the Die Hards podcast that um, when I went up on the field to grab him and I says, you know, will you, will you do an interview with me? And he's like, five minutes, five minutes. I had to get, get them into the dressing room to talk to them. So the first question I asked him was like, what what did you need to say to them yeah. that quickly? Because even after he after he told me to wait five minutes, I grabbed Key and Mackey, the other old fella, yeah. <laughs> and, and I said to him... Uh, I, I, Keen was there he was going to do a bit with me and uh, Keogan come over he said no 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 fuck off come on and he dragged everyone into the dressing room great impression great impression <laughs> he dragged everyone into the dressing room and when I asked him what were, you, what were you talking about he was like just telling them you know Ulster's coming up and um, I, thought yeah. it, I thought it was impressive he wasn't he wasn't going to miss that opportunity like and the other the other point about it from hearing Ronan Flanagan there was they have a real affection for, for Donal as a manager like you know Donald, maybe the outside perception of him is, is one thing. Definitely the inside perception in Castle Rahan is, is nothing but admiration. Oh, unbelievable. Un- unbelievable. And it's heartfelt. They yeah. really, and everyone yeah. in the club is, is really has great time for Donald Kogan. But I, th- I actually think that in a football sense, there's been a bit of a rehabilitation of Donald Kogan uh, with Castle Rahan because he, he managed Cavan. And he stepped down after a couple of years. He hadn't managed any teams in the in the meantime. Mm. I don't think. No, I don't think so. And 
you know, he he probably as a as a manager and as a kind of a serious football brain when you're not in the game he wasn't directly involved in the game like he wasn't involved with a team yeah. and you probably people forget about you or whatever and now people have got a, he, like there's definitely a huge measure of respect there for him yeah and especially what he achieved with the group because he it was a complete shift in in mentality a complete shift in the way that they approached games you know now it did the first year by the end of it in the county final, it it possibly had stayed the way it had. But by year two, it was very evident they had become an, an attacking team, an attacking force. Yeah, the hardest thing to do in in uh, in sport, I think, is to break new ground. So, like that means win something for the first time with a team, or or um, win something for the first time in the big famine. It's yeah. so hard to do because you have to break down so many barriers. It's so it's really really hard to do. That's why it's so rare. Like whatever manager, if it ever happens, if Cavan win an Ulster title, it'll it's going to take a massive. It's going to, just going to take something absolutely extraordinary, mm. like what you did in '97 to break down those those barriers. Yeah, you're because right. Because it's because I think it's it not gets just physical. No, I well, I actually think that it gets harder every year. Like if you think about it, if you're winning every year, it gets easier. But if you're if you're losing every year, you know it doesn't. You know you're getting no closer to it. It gets harder. You're getting further away, and it's a compound interest. And and you get and you get more and more discouraged. You 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 lose motivation, or most people do. Losing's a habit as well. And and that's why again, this is such a a, a mammoth achievement by these Castlerahan players, and um and by the management. I have to take my hat off to to management in in Castlerahan, led by Donald Kilgan. What they've done has been nothing short of of of. <laughs> I don't want to say miraculous, but super impressive. Yeah. Really, really impressive. And one of the players that I think there has been a huge transformation in, particularly this year, and even you could see signs of it last year, is a player that at underage you could see physically had what was what was needed to go to the top level. But maybe sometimes discipline may have let him down in the past. I think it's it's gone away from him and he picked up man of the match, Cormac Daly. I think he's been super in this year's championship. I think he's he's up there with the best in Castle Rahan like can't over ar- the championship. Can't argue with you, Damien. I cannot argue with you. And I have to I'll be straight up, I didn't rate him that highly coming in before this year. Mm-hmm. I honestly didn't. I remember saying to someone from Castle Rahan that I thought he was a weak link. It shows what I know. I, I have he's to an asset absolutely eat my words. He is He's a tower of strength, yeah. and he's been absolutely class. Like saw him against uh, against the Gales. Um, was it against the Gales? He got three points. I'm not sure. One of the games he got three points. He was very good against against Shercock. Whenever I've seen him, he's been very good. He was very good in every game, mm-hmm. and very good again the final. Now we disagreed on it. I would have given Ocean O'Connell man of the match personally, um, but I can see why why it went to to Cormac and like. Wouldn't begrudge it to him at all. I thought O'Connell um, was was brilliant myself, and I thought Mackie was very good. Like the point he got where he beat Mark McGee to the ball. You come with a lad that had the young legs on him, and and was Mark McGee was playing out of his skin. And Mackie just beat him to it. Like and that was that was inches. Yeah, that, that was, was inches. Literal inches. I got round him and and oh. then kicked the point from a tight angle. That was yeah. crucial. That was top top class forward to play. And and it was very interesting because Ronan said to me, I think it was off air that he took a bang on the knee Ronan Flanagan took a bang on the knee himself 
early on in the game. Yeah, you could and, see it. Yeah. And he wasn't he wasn't able to move as freely as he'd like. And Mark McGee took full advantage of it. He beat him the ball. He was driving out in front. Anything that wasn't perfectly on Ronan Flanagan's chest, Mark McGee mopped up, drove forward, got a point, a really good point as well. But it was interesting then Mackie went in and it was only four, three, four minutes, maybe five minutes maximum. But one ball, one chance. Casserone needed the score. And it looked like, uh, from the angle we were in the stand, I thought, oh, McGee's got a hand to this. Next thing, all of a sudden, when McGee just took that extra step by and Mackie had torn, you were going, oh, Mackie's actually got it. And it was over the bar. It was. I thought that was a brilliant, brilliant move to put Mackie inside there and a, and a super execution by Keane to, to stick it over the bar and win that ball. Yeah, I agree completely. But I've always, but, I've always said about Mackie, I remember writing a column about him a couple of years ago when it looked like he was, wasn't going to go back with Kevin. Now, he won't be appreciated till he's finished. He's he's the type of player that comes along every 10 years, at best. At best. At best. Say, maybe at best. Every, maybe every 20 years. Like, in this county, how many players can we say we've produced in the last 20 years that are better than Mikey? We might have produced a couple as good as him, but we've never produced a better player in the last 20 years. Definitely not with the flair. No. But taking it back to Cormac Daly, and, and he said he wanted to. He wanted to uh, shut up the. Bar. He said him Joe that he wanted to sh- shut up the barstool critics. <laughs> as well, I won't give me answer to that one. So, <laughs> um, but after the game, I caught up with the man of the match anyway, Cormac Daly. Cormac, you must be delighted. Ah, yeah, it's tough to get over the line. Like we won it last year, and it was delighted. But come back this year, we knew we wanted to win it again. Like want to make up for what we've done in 15, 16, and 17. Them losses are really driving us on, and we just want to win as much as we can. Like especially playing Rammer here today. We knew I was about 16, but we didn't really get too dwelled on that. Like we knew we had a better, a better team, more experienced. We were ready to go for it. Yeah, we look looking at your own display there. Wonderful display going back, tackling hard, but driving forward. The lads making the choo-choo noises here. When you get going, your heart stopped. Oh, look, yeah, when I get going, that's it. It takes a while for it to get going, maybe. But no, um, uh, look, it's just working for the team. Like That was the game plan. We, we have the ball, we all attack. And if we don't have the ball, we all defend, get back, try to get tackles on and stop this armour team. Like We knew they wanted to sit back and try to catch us on the break. So if they did catch us, we had to get back as hard as we could. So Yeah, look. Looking at the team performance overall, David Ritt being a loss going into the game, but you had to step up in the middle of the field. Yeah, like uh, I think there's a lot of daggers around Balladuff this week with me, probably self, and I know Ferg in the middle of the field, they're all saying, like, Ritt's gone, we weren't going to be the same team and everything, and that's probably just drove, drove us on too. Like, you know, Dave's a massive part of the team, and this was just for him today. Like, it was like we had to step our games up massively around the middle of the field for him because he's he's irreplaceable. Like, he, he, with things he does for the team, catches and stuff like that, so we just kind of change our plans on the kickouts and stuff where we knew we were going to have to work today Looking at the evolution of this team in the last few years you've been getting better and better as it goes on where, where's the end here can, can you really give Ulster a good run Yeah like I think we can Like last year we were very disappointed I would say we were disappointed after the first game as Mackie alluded on earlier was we were in it for the first time we didn't expect it but after playing it we felt Hurt. Like we knew we could have did better that day. There was red cards. I got a black card. Things went against us. But no, this year, especially with an extra week to recover, we'll definitely give it a good shot. I think we're playing Donegal champions. Not sure, but no, 100. percent We'll definitely go far again. Like as we say, we're on the year on the road five years, so we're fairly experienced. But Donald and Seamus and the boys have us well trained, and I think we could be hard stopped. Hopefully, anyway. Yeah, well, well done. A hell of a display, Cormac. Thanks very much. You can hear the background noise there. Obviously, the Castleran players. Um, 
think he's a bit of a locomotive coming through there. Choo-choo, going, going plenty. And, and you know what? Isn't it a brilliant description of him? Because when he gets going, it'll take a mountain to stop him. Yeah, he's a big fella. And you know what? There's there's more in him. Yeah. Like, he could, prob- he could probably get even into better shape and take it to the next level with the county. Because he, he's, mm. he's such a big man. He can cover the ground. And he's got good enough feet. You know, he could go on and play with the county. Um, oh, he ha- well, he has to be a call up, would he? I, I, on this year's championship, I, I think he's nailed on for. Yeah, a well, to be fair, like he, I've, he's won me over. It'll not yeah. mean nothing to him because my opinion is not more, more than anyone else. But he, he's definitely won me over. Do you want me to give you some talking points to come in, Damien? Go for it. Uh, first up, we're not going to talk about it today. Lara's chances in Ulster. This is from Lara Man. Yeah, well, we we'll preview that game. It's not even next week. It's the week after because they've two weeks from this weekend, don't they? Am I right in saying that? It's killing care out this week, yeah. Killing care out this week, then you have a week gap where the Horland kicks in again, and then you're back into the club, which is Castle Rahan are out that weekend, and so is Ram or Larry United. Okay. So we'll, we'll preview it that weekend, but if, if, if they put in the right effort, they've got every chance. Next talking point why did you upset poor old Mackie? That's been, that's been uh, discussed. We haven't even started to upset poor Key and Mackie, but we're going to get Key in 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 the next couple of weeks and have a good old chat with him. Uh, next talking point: There's a frog in my throat. Take me, Mickey. <laughs> what is this about? <laughs> is this something in the commentary? Yeah, this is this was in the commentary in Northern Sound. Um, so I, <laughs> I thought it was something to do. With, would you like? Would you like to see his stats, no, Mickey? No, again, I need less friends with the name Mickey. <laughs> I really, really <laughs> badly do. So I was in mid commentary on the county final, and um, and I, I literally frog in my throat, but. I, I couldn't speak it. it it just literally wouldn't clear so I was trying to clear it real quick and it wouldn't come out so I just said take Mickey <laughs> frog in my throat oh my god I, I'll try and get the audio I'll try and get the audio for next week but yeah what is again, it about Mickey's I just have to I have to get rid of they're both going to be called Michael from now on <laughs> next talking point Kyogen versus Cole the highlight of the game it was it was interesting as hell because I and you know what this is an interesting maybe talking point to bring it on the the image that went round on on social media on WhatsApp and that of of taking Donal off his off his throne or taking Kyogen off his throne I don't know if that was in good taste and maybe that led Donal along the line to to get involved with one of the Rammer United players which I don't think he should have done but Ray Cole's reaction was was a, a 20 yard run to to make sure Kogan knew he wasn't getting away with it and my point on this one is I feel sorry for poor Ori McBride I don't know why he had to get the slap in the middle of it he didn't hit any Rammer United <laughs> players he was just trying to separate two big men and poor Ori got the slap in the face I thought that was a wee bit harsh now <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to comment on the fight, but it was it, it it was really got the crowd going. But yeah, I think I think that poster that was going around was was in bad taste. Yeah, it's cross like so I thought the one in in Virginia in the Riverfront was good crack with with Boris Johnson Trump, and Trump and yeah, Donald Kyogen. Exactly. But the other thing about uh, taking them off his throne, I just thought that was in bad taste. Like, yeah, yeah. But, I'll uh, tell you the other. I don't thing. think they were connected. The two instances. Yeah. Well, I I just wondered did it did it lead to a motivation and and maybe. For Donald, as in that, you know, well, or maybe an added hatred, you know what I mean? Coming into a game and well, we'll bloody show these and I let them 
do this to me. You know, it, it can happen very easily to anybody. If you, if I'm sure somebody showed it to him, you know, but I like, was it Cavell on Sunday night, Monday morning, <laughs> put up the reply. That was, that was really good by Cavell Kyogen on Instagram, was it? Still on the throne. Yeah, I saw, I saw the screenshot coming around. It was very funny. It's still on the throne. Uh, the interesting was Ray Cole's still f- full of power. He he must have put Kyogen back about five meters. <laughs> I would not. I would not uh, like to get on the wrong side of it. I definitely wouldn't have done what Ori done. I wouldn't get in the middle of them two men. <laughs> you know, stand back. Oh, stand back. Stand back. Yeah, it was like Mills Lane there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, look, I, on, on Ray Cole, like we have to say, Ray and Shane McInerney have done a good job around. Oh yeah. Like without a doubt, like Rammer were, were going off the boil the last two years, and they're after getting back, getting to the league final and the championship final. They're within a, within the kick of the ball of winning the championship there. Yeah. Um, whatever we look at, we, we're heaping praise on Castellan, but we have to say that Rammer are definitely uh, well, further on than they were last year. Definitely further on, and yet I think he was dealt a couple of harsh blows, as in that Conor Bradley wasn't around for much of the year to get football in, and, and you can see it's affected his performance. He's not operating at, at as high a level as he's capable of playing. Brian O'Connell going away for the summer, who was a Rolls Royce of a footballer, you know, that was a big blow to the, the overall team. And you see how Rammer were so much better when he came back and Killian Maguire in the middle of the field. Like, big, strong units, both athletic, both a huge advantage. I think that, you know, he considering what, what he was missing, he made unbelievable progress with them. Like, now you, 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 you go into 2020, and we're talking about our rankings. And last year it was Castlerahan one, Crushlaw two, or I don't know if you have Crushlaw one. I can't remember. I think you had Castlerahan one as well, hadn't you? At the start of the the All County League, I Castlerahan one, Crushlaw two, Rammer three, Garner four, and Kevin Gales five. Yeah, and but but I must say after the league final, I think I, I dropped Rammer down to sixth. Yeah, and but now you'd be looking at it and saying, well, Rammer's. Second, no, you have to, you know, you on, to on this that, year's yeah. show, and Rammer's yeah. definitely second in the county. Yeah, well, they'll be crushed a lot twice. Yeah, so d- there can't be any, and and, and that's progress. Yeah. That's all any management can afford to do or try to do is make progress. So, definitely look at th- the main thing, I suppose, you'd like to see for Rammer and for Calvin football as a, as a club competition is that they stay on because we need that progress. They need to continue to make progress. Yeah, I think they will stay on because their heart and soul is in it. Like Razor Rammer club man and Shane's living in, in Virginia. So I think they will say on. I think Rammer are not going anywhere. Um, next talking point, Damien. Referee performance. Yeah, for me, I thought it was a good performance overall. Now, there was the few talking points. Cormac Daly's yellow card in the first half. There was debate. Mickey Brennan thought on air that it was a, a black card. I didn't think so, personally. I thought it was a yellow card. I thought it was the right call. I didn't um, see that one. I thought and, if, and, and did Enda Flanagan get away with something I thought so now I thought Enda got lucky early on in the first half as well um, but overall like there wasn't there wasn't a huge amount in it that you could turn around and say well that that affected the outcome and it's, in fact there was nothing in it that you say that that affected the outcome of the game I don't think I, I think he he got the majority of calls right the vast majority of them right um, Rammer, Rammer fans were absolutely raging with him uh, some of the Rammer fans I spoke to at half time and at full time. To be honest, like I, I possibly might have missed some. I didn't see the Cormac Daly thing, so I can't comment on that. So maybe that was a big one. I didn't see the end of Flanagan thing. I just saw a player on the ground and end of Flanagan leaving the scene mm. of the crime. So maybe I was wrong, but I I would tend to agree with you. I thought he got it got it out right. I didn't see like I suppose I'm not to missing three instances here. But I didn't actually see what Gareth Mannion did either. 
Yeah, I didn't see that either. Yeah, I it's didn't, it's hard in the county finals because you're you're trying to take so many notes and yeah. so much going on. Um, that sometimes you can miss it because there was an awful lot going on out in that field. Yeah, there was. And if I'm being a hundred percent honest, in the early exchanges, while the end of Flanagan incident is is the the outlying one, most of the niggle was coming from Rammer. Like none of it deserving of red card, but a lot of it was them dictating the physicality of the game or, or trying to or trying to really get in at, at Castle Rahan. and I thought that while you know there was none of it was 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 over the line I, I just thought that, that they were instigators nearly in, in, in getting really in Castle Rahan's face mm, I wouldn't I wouldn't fully agree with that now but um, yeah fair, I, fair I, I thought so I'd next, look at overall next. referee was good I thought yeah, yeah, I thought he was fine. I thought he was fine myself, to be honest. Now, uh, next talking point: figs for Cavan again. Does he mean figs? Does he mean Fergal Riley? Is, oh, is he figs? Well, if if he is, then yes. Um, I should never should never have not been on it in the last few years. As in, but I I presume it was his call, not mm. any yeah, it was it was I think okay. You know, we, uh, there's a lot of that Castle Rahan defence that that Cavan need in. They really do. I like. I don't. I don't think we can do without a player like Paul Smith and Cavan. I don't think we can do without a player like Fergal, Fergal Riley, O'Reilly, Fergal Riley. Um, even even, and I know that they're slightly older, but Stephen Cooney and O'Connell, they're both class. You know, mm, are, are there better cornerbacks in the county? No, no, there aren't. I can't think of too many. No, and I I definitely think that uh, you take Killian the Gunner. I think he's one of the best fullbacks in the county, as in somewhere in the fullback line. Yeah. Didn't get playing really with Cavan this year. Yeah, uh, in my opinion, certainly there, there aren't three better uh, out and out defenders in the county than Killian the Gunner, uh, Endo O'Connell and Stephen Cooney. Yeah, and none of them none of them are basically none of them are playing with Cavan, mm. which which is not good. Um, obviously, with Lachlan was very is a very good defender but and he had a good year but those three I think are, are exceptional. Um next talking point, Kyogen's still on the throne. We've discussed that. Yep. Next talking point, off awful refereeing, end of flash, swung his elbow, no card, easily two other black card offences. And that didn't come from a rammer man. So that came from a neutral. We've discussed that. Yeah. Uh, next talking point, Castle Rahan to do the triple double. Would be some achievement. Last team to do that was Cavan Gales. Did they do a triple double? Yeah, they did. They won league and championship for three years, three in, years a in a row. Yeah. Right. That, as we talked about before, like that Cavan Gales team, it was nearly front page news if they lost the league game. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you know what? Castle are getting to that stage as well. <laughs> they don't lose very often. No, no. Definitely. Uh, Look, I'll tell you what, you'd be, you'd be a brave man to back against that happening next year. Yeah, you would. So let it, let it go on the record now. Nobody stating that they mightn't do it next year. That they and the rage profile, year. Damien. The rage profile. Actually, the funny thing was, I I, I calculated. Cause I thought you were going to say they're getting younger. No, no, no. Well, Mickey Brennan, Mickey Brennan uh, said on air about the um, the age profile of the team. So I think Rammers was twenty. The average age of the starting fifteen on the program was twenty three point something, and Castle Rahan on the program was twenty six point something. And then I actually recalculated with the the three changes that Castle Rahan made and it went to 27 point something. So, um, 
you know, but even even if you take that twenty seven points, I'd still say that there's a lot of those key players. They're not at the end of the road by any means. A thirty two year old, thirty three year old isn't what a thirty two or thirty three year old was a few years ago. Like they're in good shape, mm. the vast majority yeah. of them, and there's a lot of them is twenty six, twenty seven, twenty eight, you know, twenty nine. That that's fine. There's another two, three years easily in them boys. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, no, I agree. I agree, but they could do a one or two more young lads. Like you always could do a one or two young yeah. lads every year coming into it. Like Cosgrove basically has stepped up from a sub to a starting player, and and Shane O'Reilly, and and Shane O'Reilly. Yeah, so like they've got it this year. They're going to need one or two next year as well. Like Cosgrove was a county minor, started the first round of the Ulster Championship with the minors a couple of years ago. So like he's a quality proven underage player. They need one or two more like that. Um, the last talking point was Mackey's imaginary enemies, which we talked about already as well. So yeah, yeah, there's no no need to no need to go back on that. And as as I said, in, in well, in my opinion, it's a bit of a bit of banter. No, no harm done either way. No, on no it. harm done. But um, but uh, just I, I do I do think that that it's important that we we set the record straight though, uh, yeah. because I don't want anyone reading it because that tweet got liked. Oh, 250 times or something yeah. people are going to think seeing that, that that we did say Casaran were too old Yeah. although well, someone has told me since that there was a manager approach who said that Casaran were too old but it wasn't me and, and it wasn't me and it wasn't Hannon no no definitely not um, so just folks to bring your attention to uh, the Die Hard's podcast service over on patreon.com forward slash we are Cavan uh, if you didn't already hear it Michael Hannon and Paul um, spoke after the game on Sunday evening and caught up with the Castleran manager Donald Keoghan just to give a, a different perspective on it. And later on in the week, we'll be previewing the Killing Care uh, first round in Ulster in the Junior Championship. They're taking on the Down Champions Bright, I think is the name. Isn't it Bright? Yeah, Bright. I've never heard of them, but what I'm going to try to do is I, I've... They're, from, they're from Down Patrick and... I did a lot of research about them actually. Okay. I discovered it from Down Patrick and they wear the same jerseys as Killing Care and that's it. Okay. That's all I found out. In a lot of research. That sounds like <laughs> the, the uh, exact same jersey as Killing Care. Okay. The exact same. Right. Well, in Kingsborough Breffney this Sunday at two thirty, they're gonna clash heads, but we're gonna do a preview podcast on tours the morning and I'm gonna try and catch up with a friend of mine that's over in Down that may give us a wee bit of information on how bright bright are. Um, <laughs> sorry folks uh, we're also going to look back over the minor A final between Drum Loman and Killy Gary finished with, with massive drama um, a big turnaround for Drum Loman to, to lift the minor A championship title so we'll be previewing or sorry reviewing that game on the patreon.com forward slash we are Cavan service but that's all we've time for Paul any other business one thing, looking at Twitter there just before we wrap up, and it looks like the Ireland Switzerland soccer match is a major doubt because of a waterlogged pitch tonight. Yeah, Mon- Kingsman Mon- Breffney can can take games in a monsoon, and these these old soccer crowds aren't, aren't fit to do it. I tell you what, the GA is some organisation, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for listening to the McAvoy Super Value GA podcast. Don't forget to check out McAvoy's Facebook page and like and share. Yes, it was great. Yes, it was great. Yes, it was great stuff. And Larry has put it over the bar. It was hard, fast football after that. You're in Kevin, Was there a feeling that that might have been a chance for Kevin to get come back into the big time? And then the cave, and it's over the lap, and Kevin are not buried yet. Kevin doing all they could to hold their lead. To Derek McDonald, what a goal! Oh, yes! And over the bar, Vincent Cahill, what a...
Dundee Legged Farmers walking the roads near Virginia. Hurrah, yeah, hurrah, yeah.